Welcome back to the Homegrown Horticulture Podcast. This episode is going to be a bit shorter than usual due to an extremely busy week, but let's get into it. Irrigation companies will be shutting down secondary irrigation by the middle of the month at the latest. And so there's some things that need to be done before then to ensure that your landscape plants survive the winter just fine, especially because this is a drought year. And there's many plants in our yards that really benefit from some supplemental irrigation in the fall if we have dry soils. The primary group is conifers or those pines and spruce and junipers that we commonly use, the needled evergreens. And they just can't tolerate going into the fall, especially pines and spruce with dry soil and then through the winter. And so before your irrigation gets shut down, I would recommend either activating your sprinklers or getting a hose-in sprinkler and irrigating under the root zone of the particular trees. The root zone is generally spread out under the tree to the edges of the branches. If you can irrigate those areas so that water penetrates about a foot to 18 inches into the soil, that should be sufficient. Now, if the soil dries out again, and we don't get any appreciable rain or snow through November, you may need to use house water with a hose connected up to an outdoor hose bib so that you can moisten those trees again. Drought stress really makes conifers susceptible to things like borers and engraver beetles, especially those engraver beetles. Those are the little tiny beetles that start at the top of the tree And they get right under the bark and they destroy the conductive tissue. They eat it. And so they'll make galleries in there and lay eggs and they choke off the tree as they work their way down. The reason they start from the top is because that is where the tree has the most difficult time getting sap up to to try to drown them out. So typical signs of engraver beetles in conifers include the tree dying from the top down. The other group of plants we really need to be cautious about are broad-leafed evergreen shrubs. So this would include things like euonymus, autoleucans laurel or autolycans laurel, other cherry laurels, dwarf English laurel, nandinas, sometimes that is called heavenly bamboo, and even others like photania. Because these hold their leaves through the winter, they actually don't ever completely go dormant. And so as the sun hits those leaves, the darker color heats them up and water evaporates from the leaves. And so those broadleaf evergreen plants need the ability to uptake water from the soil to replenish water lost from that evaporation through the winter. So they're never losing a great amount of water, but it's constant and persistent throughout the winter. And so over time, what will happen are leaves exposed to the sun, especially on things like boxwood, will scorch. And so if you've ever been walking in an area and seen the entire south or west side of a shrub just scorched that's an evergreen, it's most likely due to the sun. Sometimes salt damage, but if it's very consistent, it's oftentimes winter sun that causes it. So one thing that you can do is make sure that the soil is moist around these shrubs. 
Now, in Utah, these shrubs, especially in northern Utah, should not be planted in direct sun, especially on a south or west exposure against a building. They do best in areas where they get afternoon shade. So this would be under other big shade trees that provide winter shade or on the east and north sides of homes. If you'll do this and water them in, they generally do just fine as long as we don't get extremely cold. These broadleafed evergreen shrubs are generally hardy down to about 0 to 10 below, depending on the particular species. That's why you don't see them used in mountain valleys like Heber or the Cache Valley. But along the Wasatch Front, there's a number of species that do well if you'll follow these guidelines. We've brought this up in the past, but you should not be fertilizing your trees and shrubs right now. You want them to go dormant, and fertilizer causes them to not go dormant because it spurs growth. The other thing you should not be doing, unless you have a situation to where you, the plant health is in danger due to diseases, you should not be doing a lot of pruning right now either. You know, a limb here or there or a branch here or there is probably not going to make a ton of difference, but you should especially avoid pruning peaches and cherries right now because those are very sensitive and take a long time to go dormant. In upcoming episodes, we will talk about putting the sprinkler system to bed for the winter and how to winterize small engines on those lawnmowers and other garden equipment. Thank you again for listening. The Homegrown Horticulture Podcast is a production of Utah State University Extension. Music used in this episode was composed by Savannah Peterson, a USU student horticulturist and intern who's very talented with music too. Thank you again.